She's beauty and she's grace. She is Dr. Fauci trying to be a celebrity. This guy has no business, no business whatsoever. And he is out here working Hollywood harder than a stripper pole, brushing shoulders with Matthew McConaughey and Elton John. Are our lives in his hands or not? You don't believe me? Check my email inbox, okay? You think it goes down in the DMs? It really goes down in the inbox. You have no idea. No idea. But first, as you, you guys know I like to start my episodes with a little story time. So sit back, grab some Sleepy Joe Sleepy Time tea, and let's get it cracking. So it's a few years ago in Hollywood at the infamous Elton John Oscars viewing party. Now, Elton John and his husband throw this party every year to to raise money for AIDS. And let me tell you, it is not a sprint, my friend. It is a marathon. And it's one of those things that when people are like, you have the most glamorous job being a red carpet reporter. I'm like, little, (laughs) little, that's so cute. Little did you know, okay? This carpet goes on for 17 hours before, during, and after the Oscars, okay? We're sitting out there in the cold. I may or may not have pulled a Leo DiCaprio and like skinned a deer to stay warm, okay? I'm sitting out there. I actually called my friend to pull a Mission Impossible covert op just to bring me a coffee, just to set the scene. And literally, you would think that it was a filet mignon with lobster tail because every reporter on the red carpet was like, oh my God, where did you get that? Chef knives ready. This is like five hours in at this point, okay? So as the stars gallivant in, in their Versace, in their Gucci, okay, probably to go get actual filet mignon, not this mirage of my cold Starbucks coffee. Do you know what we get served as reporters? Let me tell you, friends. Pizza on the floor. Not just pizza. No. Pizza on the floor. As if we are rabid dogs. And you know what? Yet again, I have the receipts blowing the lid off this place before I even started this podcast. Okay, so here are some screen grabs. I put up a video from this carpet. It was called Behold, the Real Red Carpet Experience. So here we are sitting on the floor with our pizza like this is kindergarten. Oh, there we are on our knees. Yep, on our knees in ball gowns. The contrast is just one you can't forget. So there you go. Starting off this thirsty Thursday because no one's thirstier than Dr. Fauci with a little slice of Hollywood for you. Well, I covered this event twice. And as per usual these days, they went rogue. They went virtual this year. How do I know that? I know that because I actually knew before it was going to happen and not just because I'm a witch, which we have established you all, because I got an email about said virtual event and you know, something, something really caught my eye and I'll just, I'll just give you a little read to give you a little peek. Okay. I'm not going to show you an actual screen grab because I don't know if I can and like, I'm not trying to get sued. So. 
Lady Gaga and others join Neil Patrick Harris and Dua Lipa with Elton John and David Furnish, that's Elton's husband, for the 29th annual Elton John AIDS Foundation Academy Awards viewing party. Whew, that's a little tongue twister today. So here are some attendees besides the aforementioned Cynthia Erivo, Elizabeth Hurley, Eric McCormick. Oh, oh wait, Dr. Anthony Fauci. How interesting. This guy, this guy, how interesting. Am I, should I, am I in a parallel universe right now? Listen. Should I be seeing Dr. Fauci among the likes of Elton John and Dua Lipa for some fancy Oscars party, albeit virtual? Sir, where, where are your priorities? Where? So in case, in case my eyes deceives me, luckily we have the proof. Here's an article on Variety Magazine following the party. Here we go. Here's the headline popping up. We see Elton all happy and his little gap tooth. I love it. Here for it on this Thursday and his husband. And who is next to their faces crammed in between Elton's two front teeth? I'll tell you. Dr. Fauci among guests at Elton John's virtual Oscar party. The audacity. The audacity. Now, he, since it was virtual, it was shot mostly in London. And he wasn't really, really there, you know, drinking champagne on Elton's lap as much as he wanted to be. He sent in a video speaking as usual, just like we never see that happening. This man is jumping for glee. He wishes he was on glee. He is jumping for glee at the, ch at the chance every single time to be on TV. And it's like, oh my God, are you or are you not the leading epidemiologist guiding our lives? Every word you say, literally our lives are hanging on. Can we step outside? Can we touch this piece of grass? Can we breathe near our own moms? Do we have to wear six or seven masks today. And on a more serious note, not being able to have our kids be in school, not being able to work our entire lives, poof, like Aladdin's genie, poof, there it goes, in the hands of Dr. Fauci. And this dude is over here too concerned and self-absorbed with literally being an A-lister. I have more examples, but I'm just gonna say, it's not only embarrassing it's insulting like are you or are you not and the part on top of it that makes me nuts is that he this guy changes his mind like the, depending on the wind under his sails and they worship him he is even the fact that i'm doing this podcast god forbid i poke fun at the messiah himself and the prophet of the modern age dr fauci the only one whose opinion matters in this universe. Not to mention, this dude changes his mind, okay? Depending on if it's rain or shine. And they praise him and literally kiss his feet. This man that we are talking about is the same man who 
used to mock the idea of masks. Okay. And I'm not an anti-masker and I wear my mask and I do my part. Okay. I've basically been locked in here for like 90% of this pandemic that's gone on for 450 million weeks. Okay. So you can't fault me for not following this dude's rules for the most part, but my God, this is the guy who used to be like, no, I think it's silly that you don't have to wear all these masks. If there's some sort of, you know, disease virus going on cut to now, every time you see him on TV, which he's relishing in that moment, he's literally wearing a circus tent over his face and he's been vaccinated. He's changing the goalposts, okay? Harder than Tom Brady. And it's like, dude, but the warship on top of it, I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg. The warship from the celebrities or Fauci actually trying to be a celebrity when he is supposed to be leading us out of this crisis, okay? So this isn't the only time. This man, this man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring the shebang in a little bit in case you didn't know. So we've, he's been interviewed by celebrities. Okay. He's been interviewed by Julia Roberts, by Matthew McConaughey. He did one that was, um, it was organized by Kim Kardashian and it had like Katy Perry yet again, this lady, she can't, can't again, another one can't miss enough to be in that spotlight. Okay. It had Mila Kunis, Gwyneth Paltrow. And it's just like, oh my God, like the just like the idea of like him being in their world. Like it's just, it's so tacky and it's like disrespectful. And even the one with Julia Roberts, because he is like trying to be them and he loves it and they love it. She's like, Oh my God, I'm with like the coolest man on the planet. I'll give her a little of the benefit of the doubt. This was in April, 2020 or May when we didn't really know any better. We didn't know the corn maze blindfolded this man would bring us through. Okay. But he's loving it. He's soaking the shit in and he's like, Oh, Julia, it's so great to be here with you today. I'm like, bruh. Hi, good morning. Remember your job? Oh, and that you're paid more than the president. Remember quit wasting your time trying to be a celebrity. It is the most like, again, embarrassing, self-indulgent, self, self-absorbed, like only in America. Only in America would our leading epidemiologist, who we cling to every freaking word like a parachuter, would he be trying to be a reality star, okay? It gets worse. And Cuomo, by the way, same thing. Andrew Cuomo, you know the one, okay? This dude is too busy shining his own Emmy, presented by the way celebrities who are already living on mars okay too busy shining his emmy staring at himself in it probably peeping at other girls who are changing with it writing books about getting through the pandemic these dudes are so concerned with the like recognition and the accolades and the the shiny celebrity status it's like oh no, dude, how about number one, before you start writing books, you actually get us through the pandemic. In the beginning, I was actually happy with Cuomo, the, despite the fact that he did six press conferences a day. I was like, okay, he's on it. He's rocking. He's rolling. But no, writes a book, okay, and can't even get us through the mess nonetheless without, I don't know, 72 Me Too sexual misconduct allegations on his head. I don't know, bro. Again, your priorities. Okay. 
here's the shebang. Here is the shebang. <sighs> Fauci. I don't know if you guys saw this, okay? Because this is when we were in like literally the bottom of five Dorito bags per day in the bleakness of our existence, okay? <sighs> Dr. Fauci graced the cover of People Magazine for the People of the Year issue. Mm-hmm. He did because he's the shining star. He is the shining star, the superstar of our time. Okay. Look at him. I'm pulling it up right now. He's gazing into the distance, right? He's holding his spectacles. He says in big, bold letters, I believe we can turn this around. Look, he's in his tie. He's like thinking about it. You know, are you serious? Are you serious? First of all, they can't just be blasting quotes and photos of you unbeknownst to you on national magazine covers. So there was clearly consent and enthusiasm in this endeavor, but he can't be like, no guys, I'm over here, like doing the most important job in our country right now, you know, like the global pandemic. So I'm going to like kind of stay out of all that celebrity stuff, like the stuff you do over there. No, he's over here getting his foundation patted the lights, camera action on him. It is really absurd. It's absurd. It's absurd and it's insulting. And you know, the funny part of it is celebrities, actual celebrities, you know, not like top, you know, leading doctors hate for the most part. I know I talk about how they're narcissists and so vain and everything and self-absorbed, but it's funny because when they come, when it comes to promoting their work, they're actually like, they despise it. They literally despise it. They would literally hang out in Dracula's tomb for the rest of time. They can't because in their minds, they're like, look, I are, maybe this is part of their vanity. Cause they're like, I did my part. I went to my trailer. I learned my lines. I got in my costume and I performed and I did the hardest thing to do. And now I don't want to have to talk about it to you reporters, which honestly, I ain't totally mad because the questions they get usually suck. Unless it came from Talk to Me Taylor. I was looking for a prop. I was looking for a pen, but I don't have one. So here's my water. Cheers. But no, they would like be so miserable. They would hate it. They would hate promoting their movies. They would hate promoting anything. They would be dragged there. And I'm actually hearing that during this time, they're digging this whole situation because they don't have to like drag themselves, you know, out of Bel Air <laughs> to God forbid be with someone to talk about the movie that's going to make them millions. Because when they get hired to do it, they're like the face of it. They're the marketing. You know, they're the captain to the crunch. So they got to get out there and work it, you know, and really rock and roll. So they get that movie sold. But that's the part that they hate. But ironic enough, here's Fauci and he can't get in front of the camera enough. He can't. It's like, dude, this is not your job. I We talk about on this show, staying on your lane. Okay. Stay in your lane. Too preoccupied over here. Too preoccupied to get your own Wheaties box a la Bruce Jenner. Too concerned to be like, oh, Julia, (laughs) you better bet your ass. If there was a real Oscars party in person, do you or do you not think that this man would be there? Okay. I really can't. So cut to now. Cut to now. If you didn't hear what happened, this shit makes me like, if you can tell, I'm just like, I'm weak at the knees. Like, honestly, I'm just, I'm giddy because it's just like, 
it just keeps happening. It just keeps happening. But I'm going to fill you in if you didn't hear what's going on with Joe Rogan. So Joey boy, Joe Rogan has a comedian on his podcast this week. And he has a very, like, he's opinionated about the vaccine. And he's kind of said things that I've said about it, which is like, if you're vulnerable, that's fantastic. If you want to get it, absolutely. If you're young and and if you're healthy, you're probably all right. You're probably all right. Now, controversial, because if it were up to Fauci, he would literally have this phone vaccinated, this case, any inanimate object on the planet. Okay. That lamp back there, anything. And I'm not downplaying it and I'm not making fun that much, but guys, oh my gosh, come on. And it's like, God forbid, you can't even have an opinion about an experimental vaccine that was produced and, you know, rushed out and under a year. I mean, that's crazy, right? Okay. So Joe Rogan basically says that he's like, look, if you're a 21 year old kid asking me, should I get it? He's like, I'm probably going to say no, like you're probably good if you're healthy. And then he says this and the internet was quaking. All right. He says both of my daughter and he's just living his truth. You know, that's what you guys are all about these days is living the truth. He says my daughters both had it. And honestly, they didn't even, it was like nothing. Like I'm not downplaying it. And he even says, he's like, if I don't know what my hair is doing back here, by the way, it's like really feeling the type of way about this Fauci situation. So sorry, it's getting in on the mix. Um, deal with it. So he says my one daughter didn't even know she had it barely. And the other one had what was essentially like a cold to her for a few days. And she says, he says, if you had a, um, a child who lost their life to this horrible disease, I'm not downplaying it. I'm so sorry. I'm just telling you my experience, right? Fair enough, fair enough. And I've also, as a little, for more context, I've talked about in um, one of the episodes with Wendy Williams being skeptical of the vaccine, how there was a CDC straight up advisor doing his job apparently more than Fauci because he's not over here on the people of us weekly. Okay, and he basically says it's not a scenario where everybody has to get it, but where nobody should get it. Okay, he basically says if it's the most vulnerable, et cetera, et cetera, you're protected. And that's great. Okay, this is common knowledge in the medical field, he says. And guess what? Jack Dorsey censored him. What a surprise. Okay. Cause here's Fauci, like the puppeteer and Pinocchio pulling Jack Dorsey and every big tech and politician and celebrity strings. Okay. The puppet master. Well, 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 the internet wasn't too fond of Joe Rogan's comments and they, you may ask, come on, let's play a little teacher and student role play. How mad, how not fond were they, Taylor? I'll tell you how not fond they were of his comments. They are literally trying to get him fired, Joe Rogan, from Spotify for spreading misinformation, which it was his opinion. He literally says, I think, okay, for spreading misinformation and being harmful. There's an activist group, Media Matters who are literally calling on Spotify to get him fired. And then what do you know? Fauci swoops in, swoops in and dunks on your head like Michael Jordan here to save the day. What, less than 12 hours later? Well, the White House is bashing him. 
Okay. And here comes Fauci because God forbid you can't have an opinion that is not the one, the almighty Dr. Fauci. I mean, can we just stop really quick and think about this? Like, think about the fact that as we're navigating this and I get it, we're scared and we're confused and we don't really know. And he's been like the person. Okay. But think about like how, I mean, we already know how like senile and nuts we are as a society, but that we've literally put this entire thing into the hands of one man. Everything he says goes. Think about that. Not like a group of like maybe five of them at least to like chat it out. No, nope. Fauci comes on USA Today. Fauci comes on Good Morning America. And he is God come to life. So what he says goes. I mean, it's really Maybe we're the ones who are nuts. Okay. Maybe. So cut to, it's like 12 hours the next day. And like I said, in descends Fauci from the heavens. Oh, how fun to be talking about it with Savannah Guthrie on today. What do you know? So she asked him about it. And he, of course, he's like, it's absolutely false. Everybody should get a vaccine, da, 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 no matter how young, like literally, uh, like jokes aside, if it were up to him, this dude's talking about like tiny children. Really, guy? Really? Like now it's just to the point where I'm like, is it literally political theater? Again, why are you wearing, why are you wearing a camping tent on your face on TV when you've already been vaccinated? Like, Oh my God, it's literally theater. It is Shakespeare. This guy trying to be this performer. It's nuts, okay? So he says that. And then this is the part that really gets me twisted. Twisted in a little wad. I'm talking about my panties and I'm not even gonna lie about it and I'm not mad, okay? Well, I am at not at the panties, but at this, okay? He says, people who are not vaccinated are, quote, worried about yourself. This is in response to Joe Rogan's comment. They are propagating the outbreak, quote, if you only want to worry about yourself and not society, then that's okay. But if you're saying to yourself, even if I get infected, I could do damage to somebody else, even if I have no symptoms at all. And that's the reason why you've got to be careful and get vaccinated. This is the part that I cannot like literally take my earrings out, my little studs, hold my earrings. Okay. Because dude, you know how divided we already are and that everybody literally hates each other. And you're going to be over here pushing this narrative that you are not making the sacrifice and doing your part. And you're only worried about yourself. Literally, how dare you? How dare you? I cannot stand this sacrifice argument because you know what? Here go my earrings. We have all sacrificed enough. Yeah. Remember all the kids who got depressed because they were isolated and couldn't go to school per your work, your rules. Oh, 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 I know. Or how about, how about the hundreds, probably thousands of small businesses who broke their backs, maybe for generations making a living. And you didn't even give them a choice if they could stay open or not. Oh, but you're not making the sacrifice. You're not. And then they went under. Yeah. You're not making the sacrifice. And listen, I, again, like Joe Rogan, I am not downplaying COVID. And I, and I try to give this man the benefit of the doubt. Okay. 
despite the fact, I forgot to mention, despite the fact that Neil Patrick Harris literally referred to him, again, would have been cute in March or April 2020, literally referred to him at the AIDS Foundation party as a household name, a heartthrob, a heartthrob, and leading voice on the front line of COVID and response in America. Heartthrob? Heartthrob? Again, my sexuality and my womanhood is insulted. Okay. But no, on a serious note, I understand it can't be easy. It's riding on his shoulders and people will argue he's trying to save lives and do what he can. And I know that the situation is immense and it's heavy. And there have been what half a million people in this country who have died. I do not take that lightly. Okay. I've talked about it before. I have once loved ones who are at risk and I totally understand it, but my God, my God, pushing this divide narrative, right? Instead of just being honest about it, this is the part that gets me nuts. Pushing the divide narrative, right? Putting on a political theater, high school, local play every time he's on TV and literally crying at night because he doesn't have an Oscar of his own. But what I was saying was the thing that gets me nuts is that he can't even be honest about it. And that's where like the people like the Joe Rogans are like, they can have their opinion, right? Because Fauci can't even be like, look, guys, there's no way that we could know the long-term effects of this. Guys, how could we possibly? We can't. I'm sorry. Unless you're Elon Musk in a spaceship to 30 years from now, which honestly, I wouldn't even put it past him and I'm going to get to him in a minute. How could we possibly know? We can't. But that said, I fully stand behind this, you know, and it's the fastest way to get us back on our feet. No, it has to be like you are a selfish person who doesn't care about society. If you give an opinion that number one is your truth and your experience with this that many people have. Or that too, this is your advice, your personal take. Okay. So the problem, well, not the problem for us. And thank God, because you know, I get on the big tech lords a lot. I'm riding them and not in a cute, fun Friday night way. And I got to say, Spotify actually stood by Joe Rogan because like I said, they were trying to get him fired. And because he was stating his opinion, there's no call to action. He never says don't get it. He's never anti-vax. So they couldn't fire him. So and of course, the media no likey. So what happens? Look at these like condescending because, again, they like. They literally are on top of Fauci, like harder than a cowboy. <clears throat> Look at this CNN headline. Joe Rogan spread anti-vaccine misinformation. Spotify CEO is standing behind him. Okay, Carrie Flynn. Okay, God forbid. Here's The Verge. Spotify is okay with Joe Rogan telling 21-year-olds not to get vaccinated. It's like, oh my God, it's his opinion. It is his opinion. And the opinion, oh, of other esteemed leading doctors who aren't just Fauci. Again, I'm not swaying you one way or the other, but my God, people, my God. Now, while all this is going on, while all this is going on, I also want to, oh, before I get into this, I forgot to mention that there, this is like another reason how Dr. Fauci's rules like come and go like the seasons, because he made it, he said in uh, the winter, I think it was January, and it was reported by Rolling Stone that he was like, maybe, just maybe events and concert venues could open maybe fall 2021. 
lo and behold, lo and behold, what do we have coming up May 2nd at the SoFi Stadium, the new football stadium in Los Angeles, a huge banger, a concert called oh, Vax Life. What do you know? With Selena Gomez is hosting. It's going to be JLo's going to be there. Okay. But the good thing I will say, because, you know, I knocked this with the Oscars. They're going to have essential workers there in the front row. And look, I'm not even knocking this event. Like, that's great. But again, it's like you bend the rules depending on what you want. So venues can't be open, but they can if it's a thing for this. I mean, come on, guy. It's just like your world and we're living in it. Okay. And so my last point here is about Elon Musk, because you know, all things start and end with the brain of Elon Musk. So if you guys didn't hear, Elon Musk is going to be hosting SNL with Miley Cyrus as the musical performer. Well, Elon Musk is no Dr. Fauci. He is no prom queen, homecoming queen to the Hollywood elite. So what happens? He's not welcome with open arms like Dr. Fauci would be. So several cast members go to social media and put their little like digs at Elon Musk, right? Because the Hollywood don't like him. He, they don't like him. He's very controversial. He speaks his mind. And maybe they're just mad that he's smarter than all of them combined. Okay. So they since deleted their little digs, right? Which like, why shouldn't Elon Musk be on there? Who cares? Who cares? And that is where I'm like, you guys need to get your priorities straight. I would literally almost trust Joe Rogan or Elon Musk with information at this point over Dr. Flimsy Fauci, who changes like a sailboat, his direction. Okay. And Elon Musk, whether you love him or hate him is a genius. So he's one, I'm actually not even, he's putting things in space. I'm not even mad if he were one, he wanted to step out of his lane. Okay. Joe Rogan, maybe. I mean, he's not claiming to be a medical expert, so I don't consider that stepping out of his lane. He's giving his, you know, opinion. But if you want to see it that way, then that's by all means. Have a good Thursday. But Elon Musk, same thing. Like, if you want to give your opinion, if you want to go on SNL, absolutely. Why not? I'm power to you. But Hollywood, no. And this is where Hollywood's got the got to get their priorities straight. Because you know, if it were Fauci, they would be laying down a. Uh, on the set of SNL, a king size bed, a California king bed with Egyptian cotton sheets and red rose petals to literally have sex with him between every act because that's how obsessed with them they are. Instead of getting their priorities actually right and being like, dude, I don't know. This is the one time where I'm not all right with stepping out of your lane. Fauci, your lane, it's clear as day. Stay in it. You are navigating us out of a global pandemic. I don't want to see you concerned, okay, with Chuck Lorre and Kenan Thompson doing some funny little bit ever. That's the stuff that you should be boycotting, SNL members. Get to work, Fauci, okay, and quit trying to be Julia Roberts.